You fire soccer balls out of the stadium to hit passing ships, but watch out for dead bodies in the river. Hit one and it turns into a zombie to haunt the Sioux. Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. It's episode 97. Yeah, we're recording on uh, July 28th, the end of July. Um, so we'll talk about how July went for the Union. Spoiler, not great. And then uh, we'll talk about some new signings, video games, and uh, what's coming up in August. So kind of a big picture kind of pod it kind of seems like so if you're trying to decide do you want to keep listening or switch to another podcast you know what i'd say <laughs> there's plenty of others to listen to <laughs> <laughs> other fish in the sea no. so uh, all right luke so last time we uh, talked it was before dc we beat them but you and me were busy partying up in the beach so let's talk about uh the union the last two union games we uh, lost to the orlando Two to one, then tied Miami one one. So, um, any thoughts on the Orlando game? Um, yeah, it was just disappointing. Um, defensively, just they weren't. Yeah, they they couldn't keep up with with Orlando, and their Orlando didn't even look like super impressive. It just like you didn't just like were, were not on the same page at certain moments, and it, it just kind of bit them in a couple couple key key moments to to go with those two goals. Um, the first one super disappointing. Um, it was just like guys just being a little lazy and just like, uh, like you know, checked off for a second, and then it was an easy goal. It was like it was like multiple guys that like like Baizo let, let his man run through, and you know it wasn't any pressure on the ball to that on the for the assist, and it was just it was just a little frustrating. And I feel like Union have gone down early too often in this. In this season so it's just it's just another one of those cases which is just too frustrating yeah um yeah so the first first goal the biggest two two big call outs on that uh the ball gets rotated from the left side into the middle and there's no pressure on the ball martinez was pulled out to the outside but then there's no one in that space covering him and that's a real dangerous area for a midfielder to get the ball in um and and I feel like we really miss Flock in some of those spaces there for for both games where we just weren't able to put pressure on their midfield and and that just allowed that them allowed them to have too much time to be able to play the ball into our box which is where uh, what they did for both of their goals um, just an unpressured ball into the box that uh, their strikers beat our or their attackers beat our defenders um, the other really annoying thing is I feel like in this maybe it's his last run of games or the season i don't know i feel like i've noticed a lot that union players and maybe it's just Bizo and glesness I, I feel like jack does it sometimes but they focus more on trying to get a an offside call and they kind of like lose their focus and i feel like there's a little i guess this comes from gaddis moving on and his veteran presence but um just immaturity in the back line a little bit with that like yeah raising your 
raising your hand and turning off for just a split second and you can't do that because that's when teams will um exploit you and that's that's exactly what happened in the orlando game right i feel like so part of that might be also the lack of mark mckenzie um yeah. just because elliot and glesens are just a little slower so when you're you know, when you have slow center backs who are usually you know they're supposed to be the, the furthest guy back if they, you know that, that get, it makes it a little uh, more risky if they're, if they're slower and you know, there's, if there's a, a, a fast striker that like could be right up with them, so that might be their way to like kind of negate their speed. And and obviously, McKenzie was had a little bit more speed, and, and obviously, you know, Baizo and Wagner have speed, but it's I don't know when, when those center backs are slower, that definitely is something you have to work work with. Yeah, for sure. And you brought up Wagner, and I feel like just also in this like stretch, he he's been. He's not the same Wagner that we uh, had last year and the year before, I guess. Like, I feel like he just doesn't, he's not into it. I, I don't know what, and I don't know if it's just like the ball's being play, played way more to the right often. And I mean, there's probably definitely graphics that show that we're playing it off to the right. That's always kind of been the case with Bedoya and El Sino and just being a right sided team. But I feel like we had something real advantageous having a guy like Wagner being able to come down the left side. And um, I feel like he's just been missing this year. Part of it might be Flack being left-footed in front of him and them trying to uh, let Wagner stay at home and asking Flack to do more of the uh, offensive and crossing duties. But um, yeah, I feel like it's kind of weird when you ask Wagner to take corners and some free kicks because he's got a good cross, but he's not being relied on and used as often as he used to, as far as that role. Um, Baizo's is getting plenty. I mean, the stats been flying around that he's one of the top, top, like as far as the category of playing balls into the box, playing dangerous balls, he's one of the top in the whole league. And so, but you're like looking at her too. It's not like he's like phenomenal compared to Wagner. And so it's weird that, everything's kind of been shifted over to him and Wagner's been a lot more quiet this year. Yeah. Um, I I could see that also being something where our left side of the diamond is bit has been more rotated and on the right side it's like always Bedoya starting aside from like the one game where he was out but um like so that like kind of chemistry is kind of built more on the right side and we like you said we've always been kind of like a right-sided team for the past like I don't know 4 years. Um, it's just kind of like a natural thing for the union kind of but like with flock being in and out sometimes playing at the six and the montero drops back at the on the left side of the diamond like maybe, maybe it's just like a lack of chemistry with wagner and, and whoever's playing in front of him to like figure out who, how he can get forward and how he can like be effective in, in getting his crosses in yeah it could be could be yeah hopefully hopefully we can find that because I mean, we got two two dangerous fullbacks, and yeah. we need them both clicking. Um, One other note from this Orlando game is: with this was what we thought our strongest lineup, or that we first time we've seen oh, since yeah. Gazda got signed. We thought with him at the ten, Montero, Bedoya, Martinez filling out the, the the diamond with Casper and Santos. I guess would be our our top um, front six. And so this is the first time we got to see that, and it. You know, it didn't give us the results we wanted, so it was just a little disappointing there. Um, we, I know we're talking about the defense a lot, but offensively, it was not great. You know, yeah. It's still yeah. Uh, uh, back to the chemistry thing. There's a lot that needs to be figured out there, and obviously, with bringing a new player, especially at the number ten, that's going to take time. But 
yeah, we just haven't seen a lot. And I, I do like what I've seen somewhat of, of Gazdag. I, I do believe in him. I think he's got a lot of talent, but we just haven't seen those guys click yet, which has been frustrating. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So let's move on to the more recent game. Uh, a better, I, we didn't lose. Got the tie. It's almost more disappointing just because it was Miami and this is the way they looked the whole game. Yeah. Because they escaped um, with a tie, basically. Yeah. It was not Yeah, they they definitely escaped. It was I feel like the whole game we all like and like stupidly I'm sitting on Twitter for a lot of the game just kinda watching how people are reacting and it's like everyone's just kinda like, What's going on? Like we suck. Like this is not everyone's just kind of asleep and lackadaisical, assuming other guys are gonna do the right thing on the field and and then all of a sudden it's like uh, which guy? The the fat one, Iguain, um, <laughs> gets the ball played to him. Does a nice little flick through ball, and again, a guy's in behind Bizo and puts the ball on frame that Freeze should have done better with. But then all of a sudden, okay, now we're down one zero to Miami, who just got crushed zero five the last game, and um, we had a chance to pretty much fire their coach. Yeah, and. I don't know, they just came out slow. I know it sucks being in Florida for multiple games. And, I mean, it really just probably sucks to be in Florida. But, uh, yeah. So, do you think it's the lack of rotation? Are we – I mean, I feel like that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Like, there needs to be some shakeup to this roster. I know, I know you literally just said the last game was supposedly our top – roster but maybe it's that like yeah those are our top 11 players but they're not all 100 percent because they're tired they're old like bedoya needs a break um maybe casper needs a break i don't know like i mean casper got the goal in both games but yeah i mean they weren't really his doing he just kind yeah. of was found in the right spot which i mean you know credits him for that but it's not like he looked great the rest of the game or games um, I, I don't know. I feel like this game was also a, a game where I noticed that we were missing Blake. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, the, the goal that we gave up, I feel like Freeze could have, should have done better there. He got his hand on the ball. Um, and, you know, defense shouldn't have allowed that chance to really happen. But that's a kind of a save Blake saves. And it wasn't necessarily a spectacular. It wouldn't have been a necessarily a spectacular save at that. So, I mean... I'm glad we got to see more freeze and he got his games, but it's definitely, you know, Andre Blake is a game saver and he, you know, wins this team a lot of points. So getting him back is going to be crucial. So that hopefully the next time we actually will have our best 11, not just our like best top six or top 10, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's a game. That's a, that was something I noticed in, in this game. And yeah, like you said, like, I mean, the rest of the, the rest of the guys weren't really helping Freeze too much. And not like Freeze had a, a bunch of shots coming at him. It, it, Miami's not not that good, but yeah, I don't even know what else to say. It was just super super disappointing. I, yeah, I, mean, I was expecting. This... I was expecting. Yeah, I was like, I was expecting Neville to be be done up to this, like you said. And yeah. you know, Beckham was even there. Like I feel like I don't know if that helped or put more pressure on him, but I feel like that like he was there because of how poorly Miami has been, and they've been just a laughing stock of MLS recently, and. The fact that we couldn't capitalize on that was disappointing and shows like we're we're not the same team we were maybe last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so, like, who on this team, like, I feel like I didn't see life in this team on uh, Sunday against Miami. It's like, we've got a captain who he's done so much for the Union, and, and I mean, I'm not going to knock Bedoya too much, but, like, we need someone on the team to really, like, step up and lay into the guys. Like, I feel like if it wasn't Bedoya, it used to be Harris. Like, mm-hmm. if Bedoya wasn't doing it, Harris would yell up, um, yell at guys, and he was a nice veteran who would do that. But, like, is there another guy, like, because I feel like Bedoya's, I don't know. I he's losing I steam. That's I'd say. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna really argue that he's right. still a great player, great person, great leader. But like, I feel like at his times he's like doing all he can just to keep his keep his own head above water. And I feel like we need someone else to really lay into lay into the guys to kind of provide a spark, provide some something to get the team going and it's like one thing i really do like about this team is the quality of player that they as far as like a person um because they've got guys like um colin finlay uh glesness all guys who have been captains on their club teams before coming to the union so it's like i was i I kind of expect more from um the team's leadership and the team's veterans to really to really make sure this team doesn't have games like this. And it's disappointing that, um, you know, top to bottom, this is, that was the game that we brought out to Miami. And it, it was, it was pretty, pretty sad on that aspect, but there was one bright spot. So go ahead tell us about the bright spot and let's get positive for uh, just a brief second. I don't want to be positive for too long. <laughs> we're the Doopy brothers and this is the depression brothers. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, the bright spot was, bright spot was Clint, Clint Sullivan. Um, he came in and he did provide some energy, provide a little bit of a spark, and he, he you know, he he combined uh, with with was it Montero um, to or no, I can't remember who it was, but he combined kind of with someone to like get get to the box and 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 got the the cross into that that Cash was able to tap in, but I mean Sullivan show, has shown in his in his brief moments that like he has quality, so like he's a guy that we can. I see, I see like leaning on a bit further and you know with what we've been saying about Bedoya like maybe Sullivan can step in and maybe you know start ahead of him in more more than just one game um I I, I think he's a, a kid that we can actually like rely on a bit going forward and and like we kind of almost were seeing that with with Jack McGlynn like maybe he's a guy that we that you know the next homegrown that we're gonna be able to like call up but I feel like Sullivan is really kind of kind of taking that spotlight, and you know they both could take it, but you know Sullivan has shown a bit more lately that he has the quality to play in MLS. So I think Curran just needs to give him more minutes, you know, more than just like 10, 10, 15 minutes at the end of the games. Yeah, I think Sullivan's big thing is he doesn't look scared coming in. Yeah. Um, and like Jack McGlynn is a very clean player, good left foot. I need him to score though. I feel like. And the only reason I say that is I think it will give him a little bit of confidence. I think mm-hmm. he's had a handful of chances. He had two against Chicago. Um, and he had one one against uh, Miami the other night where a ball rolled out to him on his left foot and just pulled it wide. And you know, I'm just thinking like, oh, man, that, that kid, he he needs a goal. And, and I think things will start clicking a little more offensively. Because yeah. he plays clean and stuff. Um, yeah. And you can see he's like got a good head on his shoulder. He's trying to put himself in the right positions. But I feel like Quinn, in his first start, he got that goal, which was a freaking bicycle kick. And he's just been kind of, like, running ever since. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you score that goal, how are you not going to have confidence to right. compete? Um, and it's like, you know, no matter what happens this year for Quinn Sullivan, he's got that goal. 
And I feel like Jack is kind of still in this spot where he's he's definitely a new homegrown. He he kind of looks a little younger than I'm Quinn, just in the physical looks. Yeah. And he's he hasn't had that moment yet where it's like I'm here. This is me. And we've seen we've seen highlights of him with the U uh, two where he's got uh, abilities to like make things happen and mm-hmm. score some nice bangers. Um, and it's just. I want to see see him get that opportunity and get that moment for himself so that he can grow into the team and grow into the league. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I haven't thought about that, but like when you say that, you know, Sullivan has that obviously that moment, but you look back and like Aronson had his big moment when he got that start in Atlanta and, and you know, Meg Guzan. Uh, I remember Fontana when it, what I think was his first start yep. um, before yep. uh, Dodgeball came in in that first, like game opener, season opener against new england and he got his goal and like that that was a big moment for him and like i feel like you're, you're right a lot of these especially attacking um homegrowns like get that that first goal and that like really is able to set them up for for further success so yeah that's that's a good point hey thanks man uh, <laughs> let's wrap up the pod right there all right <laughs> wait wait no one more thing what do you think about el Senio? oh yeah, yeah yeah i wanted to say that too um i mean cool he's got his tricks he uh he made breck shea look great um just left him left him in his dust uh i'd, I'd say he brought a little bit of a spark um yeah. and i think that was good to see uh yeah it was interesting he played right back um i get like we were, we were pushing for a goal and stuff but you know it wasn't it wasn't a bad look and it, it was it was i just like seeing him out there again i kind of miss those moves fun. you know you, you, you kind of yeah. like puts it's funny he gets he's able to make those same moves that he like has made we've seen like countless times in highlight reels, but he still sets him up for this to make the same things and it works every time. But yeah, it was, and yeah. I think um, I was thinking like in the Orlando game, because like when Orlando was sitting back so much after they got their goal, like it was kind of a game set up for Osinio. Like he like would have had this this space to to really go at these guys and really try to like he could have been the guy that was would have been able to unlock Orlando's uh, low block. Um, so that's something it's it's nice that he's able to come back now and, and maybe we'll, he'll be act more effective as, in his super sub role that he's, you know, back to 100% health. We can rely on yeah. that because we, we, we were kind of struggling with, you know, firepower off the bench with our depleted roster right now. So it's nice to get him back at least. Yeah, it's definitely fun to see him out there. You never know what he's going to do with the ball. Mm-hmm. And then he's also a guy who can create a goal on his own. Yeah. Um, and we don't really have that we've got guys who can score if the ball comes to him in the right spot even like quinn sullivan the ball kind of came out to him kind of in fontana's spot just a little off to the side and he unleashed a nice shot um it was saved but it was it was another sign that like all right we got guys who can hit the ball but yeah i don't know if there's too many guys who can just create something out of nothing and and like you said el Cino could have done that against orlando um but yeah to kind of wrap up uh july july's come to a close the union had one two three four five games in july only one of them's at home that was also our only win so they went one two and two on the month uh i mean you played nashville red bull dc orlando miami i think you kind of hope to get more than uh five points out of those five games in the month of july that's it's kind of a low output for um supporter shield defending supporter shield team um 
and it's only brought their points per game down from the way they began, and they've just kind of been dropping down the standings a little bit. I know, I know, people don't want to panic yet. Uh, but points per game, we are sitting in sixth six place if you do points per game. Um, I don't, I don't know. The East right now is crazy tight. Nashville's in second place with twenty six points. Montreal's in seventh place with twenty two points. So there's four points separating second to seventh place. Um, and the Union are right in the middle of 24 points at the moment. So it's it's pretty crazy East right now. Uh, and and July certainly didn't do – the Union didn't do themselves any favors in July. I'll say that. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, I guess it was tough with the amount of road games, but it's it, it just doesn't make – I don't know. I don't, I don't feel great about it. And I know, like, looking forward, we're talking – about like future games we have a couple of home games and then it's like a really tough stretch of games against like really tough opponents so it's it's not gonna get easier yeah yeah just kind of looking at the like teams that were in between as far as points per game um at, we're at one and a half points per game like we're below nycfc and columbus orlando which i mean those teams we all kind of expect to be good and we're just above montreal dc and red bull and so we're kind of in that spot where, like, are you going to be a good team or are you going to be very kind of middle-of-the-run team? Because that's, that's, that's really where we're sitting right there as far as where we're at. I mean, it's like we this team could be, you know, a top-three team in the East, but they all, uh, at the moment they're sitting in the middle of these. So, um, yeah, it's just, just kind of weird right now, and hopefully – uh, after the break, we'll talk about August, and hopefully August we'll get to turn it around because we got a lot of good stuff coming our way. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. After the break, we'll talk about new signings, the month of August, and me and Luke are going to come up with some video games to uh, compete with Iron Fang. So come back after this. Hey, good Doopy Brothers podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Um... I hope you enjoyed that break. I know I sure did. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> All right. So the union are rumored by Tom Bogert, the mustache, to uh, be finalizing a couple new signings, um, a striker and a midfielder. So, uh, Luke, go ahead and tell me what you thought of um, either one of them. All right. So, yeah, the two guys, uh, there's Matias Davo, Davo from uh, Corinthians, but he was on loan at uh garani uh um so which is in the second division of brazil uh but he's a striker uh 21 years old um so young guy like you know a kind of low risk move because he's, he's not well shouldn't be a lot of money um but it's good i think we definitely need another striker we saw um even just with burke out we're really struggling to field strikers we had you know godzog who's a guy who's supposed to be a number 10 playing up there in multiple games and he was fine, but you know, you need, you should have more more depth at that position, especially because we aren't really clicking in that position. Um, so it's good to have just Ganilga in there. Um, it doesn't seem like to be a guy that could really like be an immediate impact, you know, change the game and end the season with with ten goals or whatever. But um, yeah, I you know I, I trust Ernst and Chris Albright in their talent um, ID. So I, I think he's a guy who should be have some potential to be a future pretty solid striker 
So it's cool to see, and hopefully, you know, he he's, is able to have some sort of influence in these first in these whatever games he'll be able to get left whenever we get him in. Um, so it's definitely good just to get a striker. Um, the other guy, Jesus Bueno, um, Venezuelan from Deportivo. Um, so I, I, I feel like he's in just another depth move. Um, seems like more of a mid, defensive midfielder. People were saying he's like potentially like a Bedoya replacement. Um, I didn't. It seems like he's more of a central defensive midfielder. Um, and so maybe the thought is like if he would def- slot in there. Maybe it's, you know, Flock or Martinez going into Bozoya's spot or if, you know, like if Martinez gets sold, it's, it's, it's Flock or whatever. But it's just nice to have a little bit more depth because we think, you know, Bozoya's, I mean, how, how much time is he really going to have left with the team? Martinez is being rumored to, like, have some looks. Maybe he'll, we'll sell him soon. So good just to bring some guys in. And central midfielder, central defensive midfielder isn't exactly a position where we're worried about because of Martinez and, and Flock and cover there and Elliot, but um, it, there's you know Elliot and Flock are that's not their first position. So having another defensive midfielder who's that's his first position would would be great because like Cole Turner doesn't really seem like a guy we're gonna ever see or depend on, and Brendan Craig, the other guy who's like 17, he just probably isn't ready yet. So bringing a guy who's a little older and maybe a little more ready for that for that spot would be nice. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think the first thing you said about them being low risk, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think it's also exciting to show that we are kind of looking in some different areas than just uh, Tanner connections overseas. Because um, these are definitely different than what we usually get from our signings and our rumors. Um, yeah. stri- I was just going to say, a striker in the second division of Brazil who's only scored two goals and three assists in about a 1,000 minutes I don't know if that's like going to push guys like Casper and Sergio and Gazdag too much, but um, maybe. And what's nice is he's young, so he'll be under. He's in the like under twenty two initiative. I think right. they both qualify for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I was going to say about the other guy, Bueno, the midfielder. What I like about him, which kind of goes back to the point I was talking about in the first half of the episode was he's captain of his team. And so it's another guy who's got captain and leadership experience. So hopefully just is another high quality um, person for the locker room and someone who can um, just bring some good personality to the team as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, one point that I, I didn't really make mention uh, was Devo Devo is a uh, on, or is rumored to be a, a loan deal. So there's, it would be like, you know, a, probably a chance to buy him, but that's like makes it even lower risk if it's just a yeah. low deal to start. So, I you know does, definitely does not hurt there. And 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 again with that U twenty two initiative, that's like I think an even lower cap hit on their the union's cap. And, and they just freed up two uh, green card spots with uh, Wagner and Casper. I think got got green cards. So like there's a lot of flexibility to like make lo- these like kind of low risk moves. So that's it's you know definitely smart to do. Yep. Um. Cool. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully those will go through and they'll be announced soon, and uh, we can all go out and get some new jerseys. Yeah, or something. Yeah, there's, uh, like the jersey wise, there's a cool names Davo and Bueno, cool names to yeah. have on the back of a jersey. Like that's you know, so not 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 that that's important at all, but it's, you know, kind of cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, all right. So while while we've been away, I think the biggest thing that came out of the union was Iron Fang, uh, video game created for your Philadelphia Union, pretty awesome. Um, 
Very hard. I, I, I had a very, I'm not much of a gamer. Um, I had a very difficult time getting past the first raccoon, but once I figured out how to do it, <laughs> um, it got a little bit easier, but the first raccoon I always had so much trouble with on the table. Yeah. Uh, but it was very cool. Very fun. Did you ever end up beating it? No, man. Yeah. I bet I'd spent a good amount of time on it too. And yeah, I'm, I'm some people call me the worst video game player they played with. Um, so that should say something, but yeah, it's, it, it is tough. It's, it's fun though. I like that kind of like old school feel of like it, you know, pretty simple controls and still pretty hard, but I, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard some people beat it on like insanity, uh, yeah. but that was like one shot kill. So it was, it was crazy. Um, but anyway, so why are we saying that? Because we being the super terrible video game people we are. We're going to come up with some of our own Union MLS video games. Um, I ended up coming with up with four, Luke. I, I told you to three, but I came up with another one while you were sitting around uh, doing nothing. Um, so I guess I'll go through two of mine, then you can do your one, and I'll do my last two, okay? Sounds good. Awesome, man. Um, all right. Uh, I'll do my two boring ones first because they're kind of like learning games, um, going back to my roots. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one is... Um, Garber Bucks, financial fair play has never been so fun or so confusing. So <laughs> that's good. I, that's good. It's my, yeah, I got a little tagline for it, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and then my next one is union player name spelling bonanza. Spell it right <laughs> or spell it wrong. We'll never tell. So I don't really know the point of the game, but uh, it's a, it's a spelling game with. Polish names, basically. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah, a lot of learning going on there. Um, so you said you were feeling good about your video game. I, yeah, I won. Um, it's a, a based off of a classic. Um, it's based off of Pac-Man, and you know she like covers a lot of ground. You know, makes you know eats a lot of ground. I guess I don't know. But my so my 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 union version is Flockman. Oh, there it is. I was um, trying to figure out. Yep, yep. yep. And it, you know, he he also cover, covers a lot of ground. It's not just the the name works, but uh, he, he yeah, he's a guy that you know gets around and is you know maybe a little deceptive in in how he moves. And so I, I thought that was that was pretty solid. That is solid. Well done. I I like that. I, I was like stuck that. on like that like rhyming names or like trying to use uh-huh. classic names to fit union players. That's why I can only find the one. Okay. 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 So there you go. Um. So you could have done like Sapong Pong. Uh, yeah, that's true. I was trying to think of something with. I thought it was like a Thor game, and then like Glesnus, like I don't know. Uh huh. I, I don't know video games enough. Jakob's Hammerfoot or something. Yeah. Kick Puncher. <laughs> <laughs> so you caught that reference. Uh-huh. Uh, man. Yeah, working through. Working through community again. Um, all right, here's another one. Uh, this, uh, well, it's. I asked. I asked Kate. I was like, "Hey, Kate, like, here's what me and Luke are gonna do. Um, any ideas?" And she said, "Like, how about FIFA, but call it something else." And I had to walk away. <laughs> um, but then I came up with this, which isn't much different. It's a uh, backyard soccer homegrown's edition. Oh, nice. I was trying to think a homegrown angle. Uh huh. That's so that's take- good. Take your backyard soccer player to the big leagues. Start in your own yard. Work your way to the Sunday Adult League. Get yourself into an academy and dream big. You have a whole pitch with these. I like it. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you, you were really taking a long time to come up with the flock, man. So I, know. I, uh, I was able to come up with four. So I went quantity over quality. All right. So my last one, this one's called Subaru Pirates. Or maybe I should just go Sub Pirates. It doesn't matter. Um, you fire soccer balls out of the stadium to hit passing ships, but watch out for dead bodies in the river. Hit one and it turns into a zombie to haunt the Sub. That's good. Wow. Yeah. Man. Well done. All right, so you still got nothing. I nothing. Still, I'm, I'm looking through like video game lists and I still have nothing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was trying to think of something like Brickle. Do you remember that game with like Brick and Blake? I don't Blakele. Uh-huh. Where like you got the ball and it like goes up and hits the bricks. Um, but maybe it's like Blake's hands at the bottom that are knocking a soccer ball. Up. I don't know. Is it Minecraft with all, all bricks? Minecraft is where like you you click a bunch of boxes and then eventually it tells you you lose. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe that could be like VAR. <laughs> All right, VAR Minesweeper. <laughs> Somehow you lose. Oh, <laughs> yeah. look at the screen. Then you're done. All right. Uh, gosh, we have a betting segment, but we just suck at betting. We were talking off air that uh, we would both have a lot more money if the union had a better July, but I'm really counting on them to have a good August because um, we're going to make some money. We got lots of home games, but man, I lost a bunch of money in July on the union. Just yeah, like I kept betting on Gazdak to score because I feel like he was due and he kept playing striker and he just never, never happened for him. Yeah. And I feel like every game I put like 25 bucks on the union to win and they never won except for against DC in which we were in North Carolina and I couldn't make the bet. So, uh, you can do the math for how much money I lost this month, but <laughs> I've won other bets, so we're even. Um, but the point of saying all those words was because August is big for the Union, starting with uh, this weekend. We welcome Chicago and our former friend Fabian Herbers of Z Soccer Podcast. Um, they're coming to the soup, and then after that, we got Toronto coming to the soup. We go to New England, then we have two more home games and end with one away game in D.C., which we'll be at for Luke's bachelor party. Shout out to Luke for cool. getting uh, engaged. Um, but, yeah, the point is we've got six games in August. Four of them are at home. So if you're going to make some money, bet the Union to win at home. And Union, please do that. And, uh, man, that's that's a... That's a lot of home games in August. It's a lot of games in general in August. We you yeah. didn't even mention Champions League. Oh yeah, Champions League. Forgot about that. So we, have, we have one leg in August. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was when is what's that date again? Twenty twenty third or something like that. I, uh, because yeah, I don't know. you know that will kind of throw a little bit of a, a wrinkle into it, but um, uh, you would still think that. Gosh, man. This is embarrassing that we don't know that. Let's just sit quietly on the podcast while everyone else is like, it's the 12th. It is the 12th. The 12th. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at, I went back to my poster to try to find the, the date. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So we got, it, it, it might not throw off the lineups too much because you got a pretty big break between New England and New York. So you got 10 days and, and that game is right in the middle. Um, yeah, I, I, I realize I can't go to that one. Um, well, that's the away game, so. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely not go then. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what do you think out of those six games, 
18 points up for grabs, what's a good number for them to get? Whew. I mean, I think we just need to focus on the home games. I think just to start with that. Um, so what is that, 12, 12 points? 12 points out of out of 18. That's not bad, yeah. Yeah, I think that's – I mean, that's that still feels like a lot of points too. Yeah, I mean, you so you got Chicago. That should be a win. Toronto should be a win. New York City at home. That's a tough one. New York City, they've been playing well. Yeah. Um, they've only had like a loss against uh, New England recently, but even in that game, they played really well. Um, that's that's a tough one. And Montreal is also going to be tough because they're in that same realm that the Union are. We're like hand in hand with, uh, you know, points, goals, all that kind of stuff. So um, those last two ones are some tough tough home games but yeah i mean you gotta win them you yeah. really gotta win them it will be after it will be after champions league so you, maybe that new york city game you see a couple guys resting um maybe some guys are rested the game before against new england on the road on the on the gillette turf like maybe that's yeah. the game you rest yeah that's true but, um and maybe it's also results results bearing depending on uh you know how that club america game goes maybe player rest guys based on how that game goes um and then we're all just kind of also assuming everyone's healthy and not getting hurt um but you figure if you've got a full lineup yeah win against chicago win against toronto new england's always tough and you don't know what the roster's going to be like same thing with new york city montreal let's say we win that one and then you get dc and dc um we've had obviously it's been well documented we've got dc's number I get nervous because at some point they got to beat us. At some point, we're, at some point we're not going to beat DC, but I hope it's not that weekend. It we better not be that weekend. Yeah, that, that <laughs> would be like, quite a bummer. We got a lot of big plans for that weekend for Luke's bachelor party. Um, but yeah, I'm nervous. I'm like, dude, at some point DC is going to beat the Union, yeah. and uh, DC doesn't look bad right now. They'll have Ariola back, um, but yeah, that's that's a month away. So who knows? Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Though. It's gonna be good to have August and a lot of home games. I probably won't, I don't even know if I'll get to any of them, but I'm excited to win some money. So yeah, that's where I stand. You you're gonna get up to all probably you'll probably get to like five of them this. Actually, year. yeah, I think that sounds about right. Um, the ones is New York City and Montreal. I, I can't think that far in advance, but they're other ones I'm pretty much locked in. I think. Right on, man. Yeah. Right on. Living the life, this guy. Oh yeah. This guy. All right, man. Well, let's talk about a little different soccer. Uh, a little bit, because it's still got some Union guys. USA beats Jamaica. Um, that, basically, all that means to me is you know Andre Blake, Alvis Paul, and uh, Corey Burke are coming back. And so um, I'll let you talk about the U.S. in a minute. But uh, obviously, Blake comes back to the starting lineup. Do you see Burke starting? um this weekend against chicago um maybe not this weekend maybe against toronto i think he just goes back into the rotation with like those three guys um and maybe he he just sits this first game and and is ready for for wednesday um just because he's had a a lot of games himself and you know all the travel and stuff with with jamaica um but yeah i think it's 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 exciting to have him back and especially exciting to have blake back pal even looked good in in the games i saw him play like it sucks that he was 
Uh, he he got a, had a sub out early in, in the U.S. game with an injury. I, I I'm not sure where he stands now as as far as like if that uh, is a, is a lingering injury that he's gonna have to miss more games. But he he, he just shows that he's just a, a very gonna be a very reliable backup when he's healthy. Yeah. All right. So follow up to Burke coming back into the rotation. Do you drop? I guess I guess. You drop Gazdag back to the ten, Montero back to the eight, mm-hmm. flock to the bench. I think so. Um, I mean, and, and like we, you're saying, hit. like we have so yeah. many games coming up that yeah. Flock will get plenty of time. And I think him not being the like one of the the the, the top four in in that diamond is okay because he's also twenty. Uh huh. Um, so I think it's fine. And, and yeah, I think he'll still get plenty of minutes. And do you, and last last question about the diamond. Do you foresee Montero dropping back into the on the right side and Flock playing the left to give Bedoya a break? How about that move? Oof. Um, I mean, maybe in one of those games around the Club America game, just to, so Bedoya is rested up for that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Curtin's pretty reluctant to, to sit Bedoya, and I don't know. Maybe these recent performances showed that that's going to be useful because... I don't know. I feel like every Union fan thinks that it is, and I, it's it's hard to disagree with it. Um, but it's also tough to take out Bedoya. I mean, he's I, I don't know. It it just kind of feels weird to even say it. You know, take pulling him out of the the starting lineup. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's yeah. a tough move. Yeah. Then outside outside uh, yeah, eleven is also Quinn Sullivan, who could always spot a start here and there. Definitely. Yeah. All right, man. Anything you want to talk about with the U.S. national team? No, no real union presence on that team, obviously. Uh, no. They got Cutter, Cutter on Thursday. No, no union presence on Cutter either. No, there's not. Um, I think it should be fun, though. I, I, in the in the U.S. Jamaica game, um, it, it was a, you know, U.S. hasn't been that great, and obviously, um, that you know, it's not not really a take. This whole tournament, they haven't been great, but you know, there's been it's been cool to see some of these guys that we don't get to see a lot. Like, I was cool to see Hoppy play. He was really fun to watch in the uh, Jamaica game. He was, you know, pulling a lot of moves. He was looking like the most uh, threatening attacker of the of the group. So, cool to see him play. You know, DK's. I like seeing him out there. I know he hasn't had the best tournament, but I like just that he's getting the minutes and is getting experience with the U.S. national team because I feel like he he definitely feels like a guy that he's gonna eventually become a pretty key, crucial um piece of our of our national team um so getting that that experience is great um I, yeah i i feel like they should be able to beat guitar and then hopefully set up a nice final with mexico that would be exciting and i i can't imagine it's gonna go great against mexico with the with the way our, our team play, is playing but you know mexico they're missing some guys too um they're definitely more of a first have definitely more of their a team in, in this tournament but you know, we'll see. It's just fun to get into those finals again, those positions against them, and uh, you know, it, only good things happen from that. Ex, you know, experience-wise, if, if they don't get the results. There you go, man. Brought the brought the analysis, maybe. Boom, boom, cool, man. Yeah. All right, Ma- so... Matthew Happy was my only winning bet of the weekend too. I, I picked him to score against Jamaica, so thank you for that. Shout out. There you go. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Um, all right, man. So before we go, gotta give our world famous predictions. Everybody's waiting for them. So we're gonna do the whole whole month, like because that's what we were talking about, right? Basically. <laughs> all right, man. Give me. Let's go to Chicago. 
What, what do you think will happen? I think we're going to win 2-0. I think it's going to be a nice... You're going to get the crowd behind them. Union's going to be feeling it. And Chicago is not good. We're going to get Blake back in goal. He's not going to give up anything. So, 2-0. Two 2-0. Zero. Two zero. That's so simple. That is so simple. You. I'm going to go 4-1. Oof. Yeah. We're going to go. Lots of goals. Lots of duping. Um, everyone at the Soup is going to have a great time. I look forward to uh, talking to you next week and you telling me that the atmosphere was just absolutely lit. And um, I say that all the time. You're just like, AJ, it was lit. I'm like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, 4-1, man. We'll give, up a, we'll give up a goal, but it'll probably be something like a free kick or like a PK, uh, something silly, nothing like, nothing catastrophic. But that, that's it, 4-1. Okay. Lock it down. Nice. Yeah. All right, man. Well, solid job tonight. I think I, I think I enjoyed talking to you. Well, I appreciate it. you. Think you enjoyed me? Yeah, man. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. If you have any video game ideas for uh, MLS or Union, um, you know, tweet them at us. It's always fun to hear from the folks, the the people, the fans. You guys are the best. You're why we do this. So, um, thanks for listening. Make sure you're vaccinated and keep being good people. Union go!